Welcome to the Creative Careers in Medicine podcast with your host, Dr. Dana Pung, and myself, Dr. Elise Hutt. Join us as we talk to inspiring clinicians who have redefined their careers. Hi, Dr. Ash Hobson. Thank you so much for joining me again on the Creative Careers in Medicine podcast. Lovely to be here as always. I really enjoyed our last chat, so I'm looking forward to this chat. And so to our listeners, if you happen to be listening to this episode around Christmas time, Merry Christmas. It's usually a very interesting time of the year, a lot of mixed feelings. You know, I get some patients who absolutely dread it, seeing the in-laws from hell and others who absolutely love it. You know, what about you, Ash? Are you looking forward to this festive season? Oh, I love Christmas. I'm a Christmas tragic. I've been putting on the Christmas carols and we've got the Christmas lights and I absolutely love Christmas. I've got three kids, a nine-year-old, a seven-year-old and a five-year-old and they just fully into the Christmas spirit at the moment. So we've got the little magic elf that happens to move around every night and Santa goes back to the North Pole and tells Santa what they've been up to and There's lots of Christmas spirit and Christmas carols going on in our house at the moment. So lots of big emotions though. With kids' excitement comes lots of kids' big emotions. So it's always a fun time juggling, managing Christmas in my household. Mm, Yeah, that sounds wonderful what you have going on. I personally don't really celebrate Christmas, didn't grow up in a culture that celebrated Christmas. I'm quite lucky in that where I currently work, we do have like a one week shutdown slash time off during Christmas. But I know that not everyone is as privileged as I am to have that time off. And in addition to trying to meet sort of those family obligations of catching up, there's also work. And sometimes it's disappointing when you get allocated a Christmas shift. So you miss out on family time. And like you said, also, there's often a lot of juggling kids and things like that, if anyone has kids who's listening, because there's no school. So Ash, could you please talk me through what are some of the techniques that you have used yourself or taught your clients previously around managing stress, especially during times like these? Yeah, you're totally right. It it can be such a chaotic time and the lead up to Christmas is pretty insane as well. We try and fill the months in the lead up to Christmas with so much activity and so much, you know, make sure they get everything done before December that often by the time we get to December, so many people are already just exhausted and needing a break well before Christmas time, yet the weeks keep going and you've still got three weeks into December to get through before you actually get to Christmas time. So I find that Lots of people get super, super, super busy in like October and November and so they need a break at the start of December before they go through the Christmas period. So one thing that I often talk to people about is trying to have a break before December as well. So if you can, I always make sure that in the last weekend of November, if I can, take a few extra days off. So take Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday off and just have a bit of a reset before the busy period because as you said, Often life gets really busy, but often we're still working. And I know in GP land, I don't know whether all the other GPs out there have the same phenomenon, but I always find that in the lead up to Christmas, it's almost busier than ever. And you're always, I always used to find, or I still find that there's always some kind of 
terrible diagnosis that you have to make in the few days before Christmas with a scan coming back with an awful result. So it can be such a happy time for so many people, but a really busy time for others. So I think it's really important to have a bit of a break at the start of the crazy season if you can. The other thing I say to people a lot is don't feel like you've got to go to every single Christmas party and every single Christmas event. You know, in the last four weeks, there would have been probably 25 social things that I could have gone to had I said yes to everything, but it's impossible to go to everything. It's exhausting and it's also really expensive. So I find myself picking and choosing nowadays as to where I want to spend my Christmas energy. They're probably two of the bigger things that I do is try and seek the Christmas period as a bit to try and take it slow, enjoy it, and don't burn yourself out over Christmas. Mm, that's a really good tip because in our household, we have a very, very busy social calendar at the moment. And I kind of almost wish that people would just spread it out a bit throughout the year and not cram it all in in December. Yeah, that's right. December's just sometimes just crazy busy and everyone's trying to wrap things up and everyone's trying to make sure they get things done by deadline. And you'll find also that there's businesses which are rapidly trying to wrap up before Christmas. So they're sending you invoices and quick, you've got to get this fixed now before the end of the year. And I think we also put pressure on ourselves to get things wrapped up before the end of the year as well. So I know like I had a New Year's resolution to run 10 park runs this year and I've only done seven and so already I'm like oh my god I've got to fit three in over Christmas time so I think we can put a lot of pressure on ourselves for this arbitrary kind of end of year date that I think sometimes is unnecessary over December I think we just relax a little bit and give ourselves a little bit of leeway to you know finish off some tasks in January then we might be less stressed Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely and often during Christmas time I find that more often than not, whether it's in hospitals or in clinics, there tends to be more health professionals or doctors away on leave. And so a lot of clinics and hospitals tend to be a bit more understaffed compared to the rest of the year. And I don't know if you've ever experienced that in your career as a doctor so far, but how... Do you go about coping with that, having to take on the extra workload because there are others who have gone away? And rightly so, they want to spend time with their family. It can't be helped sometimes. How do you manage all that stress? Yeah, I I mean, I'm very fortunate. I have, as a GP and running my own business, I can dictate my hours to a certain degree. I guess in terms of being able to pick and choose your hours, I'm also conscious that I don't want to take off every Christmas and then leave someone else carrying the burden. So I I personally try to say every second Christmas I'll have off. So like on Christmas Day, I always have Christmas Day off and Boxing Day off. But this year I'm working as a GP pretty much every other day. And yet last year I had plenty of time off. In the hospital system, so I personally like to like, you know, have a, have a break one year and work hard the next year. I guess it's really hard in the hospital system, as you know, when you get rostered onto Christmas. And sometimes it's just the, I would say, you know, I went through a fair few years of being a junior doctor and having to be unlucky and getting rostered over times where you don't want to be rostered. It is short-lived. I know it's not particularly nice, but hospitals often have quite a happy Christmas day environment anyway, but it's not nice being away from family, but maybe trying to celebrate in another way is really nice. I think the other hard thing around Christmas time is often it's a period of intense stress with natural disasters as Mm. well. So we see often lots of fires and this time a couple of years ago was when all the fires were happening and floods and we've got a cyclone 
that's on its way at the moment. I'm in Townsville and it's going to be hitting, I think, Cairns, Cooktown region in a day or two. And already we're seeing pretty bad winds here in Townsville, heaps of rain, but already all of the hospitals are on high alert. The doctors are probably already working over time, getting mm-hmm. hospitals prepared for natural disasters. So that's sometimes we also see in these summer periods is increased stress because there's increased workload. So I just want to thank all those doctors out there who are working over this period, but also those doctors in the natural disasters who do go to work and do the overtime to help keep the community going. It's really such an important role. Yeah, I agree, Ash. It's really important to acknowledge all the hard work, especially doctors who are going to be working this busy festive season, especially on Christmas Day itself, and missing out on family time. So yeah, thank you to those of you who are working. So people have heard you interview all year and you're an absolutely fabulous interviewer and I I love your style and I love the easy conversation we can have with you doing these interviews and everyone might or might not know you're also a general practitioner there are people out there who are interested in podcasting so can you tell me a little bit about what you like about it and how you got into it sure Ash and uh, thank you there's some really kind words that you shared there about my interviewing style I absolutely love podcasting because I get to listen to other people's stories and their journeys. That's what I find most fascinating. The bit that I didn't like about podcasting back when I was running Junior Doctors Corner was the more background sort of administrative bit of editing and doing all of that myself. But otherwise, my favorite part has always been asking people questions and people generally love sharing their story. And it's always so fun and interesting to see how even just doctors alone, we have had so many different sort of come from different backgrounds and made our way to medicine through various methods and some, you know, longer path than others. And then once we got there, we then came up with all these different sort of ways of getting to the next thing, whether that's specializing or not. So yeah, absolutely. When it comes to podcasting, my favorite bit is interviewing and I think maybe it does show and and hopefully shine through in my podcasting style or interviewing style. I hope that answers your question. Yeah. I was actually talking to someone the other day who was like happily telling me about like, oh, and I learned something really interesting the other day. I was listening to this great podcast called Junior Doctor's Corner (laughs) and I was like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah." I was like, yeah, she's a great podcaster. So you've asked, next question is you've asked me all about Christmas and you've mentioned that you don't celebrate Christmas. I'd love to know how you feel then because obviously when most places shut down and there's, you know, elective surgeries are shut down and Christmas holidays are such a big thing here, it could get frustrating perhaps that we're all shutting down for a celebration that you might not celebrate. (laughs) So I'd love to hear how you cope with Christmas period when there's so much excitement around and any tips on how we could help you manage that. I personally am not distressed or bothered by it. I actually love listening to Christmas carols. Sometimes randomly in the middle of the year, you'll hear me humming Christmas carols, even though it's not Christmas time. I love using Christmas as an excuse to get together with people I love because otherwise it can be sometimes a bit hard to pin them down for a catch up. And in terms of thinking back to my junior doctor days when I was working in the hospital, it just depended on the hospital that I was working at. Some more festive than others. So for example, when I was working 
at Royal Brisbane, like, oh my God, the Christmas decorations are always so beautiful, especially on the oncology wards. And you can understand that it's pretty hard on the patients to have to spend Christmas in the hospital, especially if they had an oncological condition. But it did lift my spirits and I was more than happy to work the shifts that other people would prefer not to be working because they wanted to celebrate Christmas. Whereas for me, it's like, yep, that's fine. I'm not religious. I don't celebrate Christmas. More than happy to. And there are some beautiful fairy lights to entertain me at the same time and music in the background and all that. So, yeah, I actually didn't mind it. And I think that, as I alluded to earlier, there can be a bit of understaffing that occurs around Christmas time. So I would encourage the more senior doctors who work in hospitals. I, I didn't experience any issues in the GP setting when I was a GP registrar, but I'm more alluding to hospital staff specialists. If you can, please do your best to look out for your juniors. I think it would be really helpful if you're a bit more mindful of what kind of tasks and workload you load onto them during a very understaffed and busy period. I think it does depend on the department. I do know that some departments have a bit of a Christmas shutdown. So like the surgical departments, the workload actually gets easier, but for the medical sort of gen med and all that, it actually gets a lot harder for them. I think it would be great if the senior staff can support juniors even more during that period. Yeah, no, I 100% agree. And that's what I experienced when I worked in the hospital as well. And emotions are often high as well. And I'd like everyone to just remember that, that it is a really highly emotive time. And for patients, often you might find that patients have something far more going on that you don't even realise. And Christmas, we know, is a time where people can be sad, angry, upset, lonely. So to be conscious of each other in the hospital setting is such a wonderful thing to have happen around Christmas time. And if you are a junior doctor as well, I know that when I was a junior doctor, there was this huge pressure to discharge patients before Christmas because obviously patients wanted to be discharged. And I found that incredibly stressful. So please, if you can, um, just know that that's going to be a stressful period when you're trying to rapidly discharge people. And please ask for help. If you think you've got friends who are in the surgical ward, you know, on a um, quieter period, go ask them. Hopefully they'll be able to help you, but don't put too much pressure on yourself if you can. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Well, thank you so much, Ash, for, you know, your time and wisdom once again. And so to wrap up this episode, I believe you have a joke to share with us. I did. Why did the Christmas tree go to the doctor? Oh, is it something about... I feel like I've come across this joke well. Is it tinselitis? <laughs> tinselitis, that's it. Why did the Christmas tree go to the doctor? Obviously, everyone Googles the same joke that I do. <laughs> uh, no, I, I swear this was like years ago when I came across this joke. Yeah. Ah, uh, what a memory. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Boom, boom, cheek. <laughs> joke done. <laughs> well, thank you so much for your time, Ash. And I hope you yeah, have a you. wonderful Christmas with your family. You too. And thank you so much. And Merry Christmas, everyone listening. I hope you have a wonderful holiday period. And if you're working, thank you so much for everything that you're doing. Yes, likewise. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Creative Careers in Medicine podcast, a proud member of the Talking Health Tech podcast network. 
Visit the Creative Careers in Medicine website in the show notes of this episode for more resources to help you find the courage, confidence, and skills to take control of your career and forge your own unique path. The Creative Careers in Medicine podcast acknowledges the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognizes the continuing connection to lands, water, and community. We pay our respects to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures and to elders past, present, and emerging. 